Hey guys, so welcome to a Tusk cast, Tusk podcast. It's going to be an interesting three or four sessions I'm recording. I have uh, a special guest here with me today called St. Robert. Do you want to give the guys a little bit of intro about yourself, bro? Hey guys, so I'm St. Robert. For the last few years, I've been day gaming a ton and coaching day game. For the last year, I've been living with a backpack from Airbnb to Airbnb all around Europe, a bit of Balkans, a bit of uh, North America. And uh, as of, I don't know which day, when did we start working with you? Um, I can't even remember now, but I think the exciting part for guys is we both, um, without going into too much detail, we both sing from the same hymn sheet. We both had coaching from uh a company and and guys that were uh, the same basically so we're kind of slightly different situations in terms of how long we've been involved in the industry maybe from a coaching perspective but basically both learned the same london day game model so it was interesting when 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 robert actually got in touch with me and and we did a kind of a podcast together a few weeks ago which is we had a lot of kind of things in common about the way that we see this all fitting together and, and the way that we believe you need structure you need uh, you need a process to go through to actually learn this stuff, to learn game. It's not just a case of winging it. And we'll go into detail with this stuff. But yeah, man, the exciting thing for guys coming up is you've got a few dates coming up potentially to coach some stuff as well. Uh, we're going to collaborate on. So we've got Poland, 22nd to the 25th of August. Yep. Warsaw. Uh, we've got a... We'll send the schedule out to guys who are interested. Obviously, just drop me an email, info at jamestoss.com, and we'll send you the schedule. But we've got a, a creation boot camp as well in Zagreb in December. We'll, we'll then... destroy Christmas markets. <laughs> yeah. And we then you were saying... seduce little Santa scalpers. <laughs> and you were saying that there's actually... Uh, the, we've set up a one for January for you in Prague as well. And the reason for that is you were saying lots of Russians. Oh, yes, because I, I speak Russian and... Uh, Russians have a big holiday early January and a lot of Russians then go on trips abroad and obviously one of favorite destinations in Europe for solo young hot Russian travelers is Prague you always meet uh, you always meet so many Russian girls in in January in Prague it's just unbelievable yeah, you were saying that they all, because they have like a holiday, a national holiday around that. Yeah, I, I think it's Russian New Year's or, or something like that. It's early to mid-January, something like that. It's, it's and, crazy and the thing is, it's a lot of those travelers are solo travelers and, and really young. So you meet a lot of girls that are on their first solo trip abroad and you know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that means a lot of things, doesn't it? I think the interesting thing for you is, as we continue to kind of work together as well, is... I think the, the the fact you speak Russian, obviously you're a Latvian native, uh, former Soviet Union. It's going to be super helpful for guys that want to be taken to Russia, yes. because part of the part of the fear for guys, and I understand it, having you know being a non-Russian speaker is, yeah, just that complete culture shock and and just thinking oh, I'm going to get stabbed, I'm going to get ripped off. I need some guidance with the women. So obviously having you there as a Russian speaker is going to be super useful. We will be doing some boot camps next year. 2021 in summertime i moscow for me is definitely on the list and petersburg and sochi so yeah food for thought but yeah let's crack into this today so we've got this is part of a tri-series of mini podcasts we're going to do 
imagine in your head or you can draw this out if you're artistic you've got three interlocking circles so you can draw three circles um, and they they have a small interlocking part and in these circles you have work hard work smart and attitude and if you get all three of these on point you will succeed with day game and dating and women but and it's we're going to simplify it and, and give you guys some applicable advice you can take or implement straight away but yeah what we find is often if you're if we're diagnosing a, a guy it's going to be one of these elements that are missing so we're going to break down these three key elements for you over the next few podcasts so any questions obviously get in touch but without further ado the first part of our circle mr robert saint i keep, I, I like the word saint saint the sinner and the saint saint robert work hard so what do we what do, what do we have to say about that as a topic so work, work hard, hard. Talking well about, talking about approaching here generally aren't we yes so when guys ask questions what should i do with this girl what should i respond to this text she did this she did that she didn't let me kiss on a date what should i do a lot of those questions would be answered or wouldn't be important if they had more leads so the first thing to do is you go out a lot you you have more leads you do more sets you put in the work you can't expect to sleep with every girl and sometimes guys get needy just because they don't have enough leads they don't go in, they don't go out enough and they progress very slowly in learning day game because mm-hmm. they aren't really regular and dedicated enough when they go out they just simply don't do enough sets they're i don't know you can call them lazy or maybe they don't know it and don't work hard yeah i agree i think there's just 90% of the men i speak to the first thing that we try and both fix is is just lack of volume. They just don't fucking do enough work. You have to be doing, you, you talk about doing minimum 25 a week. I say minimum 20 to 30. Really, you should be hitting 30. Like, again, I came from a corporate background in a week of 168 hours. You can, if you're doing, in, te- in two hours, you're doing 10 approaches. You know, in six, seven hours, you can be doing 30 approaches. You've got no fucking excuse. If you want to succeed in something, you have to put the work in. There's, there's no way around that. I'd say 30 is a good, 20 is a bare minimum. 30 is a, uh, a good target to realistically aim for. If you're approaching 30 women a week, you are exposing yourself, not like that, but in, in terms of exposure to the actual nuances of speaking to the opposite sex, you're giving yourself enough exposure to factor in the fact that through cold approach, as you said, you're going to get a lot of no's. There's a lot of uncontrollables. You know, people have a boyfriend or a husband or they just don't, they're not in a good mood or they don't like how you look, whatever. You're going to get a lot of no's. Um, but also, yeah, exposure to the skill set to actually be understanding this process and getting better at it, speaking to the opposite sex, you know, FaceTime with the opposite sex. So I think that is a key part uh, of this. Do you have any particular rules for the amount guys should be approaching on a daily basis or anything like that? Well, I think uh, there are a few things to think about. First is how often do you go out? So I would say guys should do should go out at least three times a week and it shouldn't be three days in a row because if you, if you kind of devote a lot of time to learning day game and you observe how you learn, you might do, go out, you might do 10, 
sets in in two hours maybe mm -hmm. less maybe less time you do 10 sets and you learn something you really will see that you learn something especially if you're paying attention to your game recording your sets which we'll talk about in another podcast episode mm -hmm. but the thing that you notice is if you then after this session you take a few days off and then you go let's say you went out on monday and then the next time you go out on friday and you had three days off in between you notice that approach anxiety is back and, and what you learned is gone. Mm. So the first thing would be going out often, not skipping more than one day of day game, maximum two days. If you skip three days, approach anxiety is back and a lot of the skills you learned will be gone. So that's, that's I think, number one. Mm -hmm. And number two, something to think about is how many sets are you doing in one session? And especially when you're learning, what you will often notice that the first five sets will be a little bit worse. So you should do 10 sets in a session. After the fifth set, you kind of are warmed up and, and you're, you're really starting to, you kind of get to a good, good space in your head and, and you just start to flow. So yes, you should do 10 sets. And obviously, I think everyone knows that you should do the first set as soon as possible. Because if you walk around for 40 minutes before you do the first set, you just are really tired and out of your two-hour session, you've already spent 40 minutes to overcome your approach anxiety and your legs are kind of starting to feel your legs and, and it just doesn't really get you in a, in a good good headspace. So do your first set as early in the session as possible. Mm. Yeah, okay, good advice. For me, it's I'm very much about turning this from something you, you do into something you are. I believe to be that very emotionally and socially intelligent and calibrated guy, you have to be flexing your social skills the entire time. One of the key things that I talk about with guys and, and one of the big sticking points I see is guys just not being playful enough, like always looking like fucking serial killers. And so what I really encourage guys to do is take any opportunity to banter with people, you know, the girl serving you a coffee in the morning, the old woman at the bus stop, the, the guy at work, always just trying to have a bit of fun, inject a bit of value make them smile, make them laugh, make them blush, just do something along those lines. So create that positive energy. The more you do that consistently, the more you kind of shift into being that type of guy. And a lot of guys I work with, including myself, I can't speak for you, Mr. Saint, but, um, you know, naturally more introverted. So because we're naturally more introverted, we haven't exposed ourselves to these, you know, these areas which we should have done, which is get very high level social skills by just practicing a lot actually producing words and and <laughs> and just pumping stuff out you know day after day week after week year after year so this is super important to do you can learn to become more extroverted more socially calibrated simply by speaking to people more and the fun way of doing that for both you and the other party or parties is by being playful so i think that's a massive thing to, to think about always be doing that and also then when you see that hot girl if you're in that playful mode constantly then it's not a big deal for you to just go over to her and say something playful as well. It's not weird. Whereas if you've waited the whole week and you haven't actually yeah, done, done any real conversation with anyone and practice being playful, it's going to seem super pressured to go and speak to her. So I personally as well, in the, in the interest of real efficiency, as I go around my everyday life, I will try and do on a, on a daily basis three or four what I call situational approaches. So I'm not technically out to do a day game session per se, but I'm alive to the possibility that I can. So as soon as I leave the house or a coffee shop, wherever I, the gym, whatever I'm doing, I'm switching on 
and I'm being consciously aware of those opportunities. So if I do see that nice looking girl, I'm going to take the chance. I'm going to go up and say, hey, I had to come and say hello. I, I hate to use social media dating. I had to say my chance. Something along those lines. Not really any pressure to it, but just going for it. And that shifts this from something you do to something you are. And we, we talked about it, I think, on your, your podcast, St. Robert, but something that I used to do, which was a way of tricking myself, was I'd be like, okay, it's Friday. I'm off to meet my wing for my session. And I'd see fucking stunning girls on the way to meet the guy. Uh, but I'd be like, oh, no, it's not my session yet. It hasn't started. And what you're doing is you're just essentially fucking bullshitting yourself, right? It's, it's a very clever way of, of your body uh we always try and avoid pain <laughs> and you have yeah. to challenge yourself and and call yourself and be brutally honest and hold yourself to account it's a very it's a very tricky sinister way of your kind of subconscious tricking yourself into thinking oh yeah you have justification for not approaching i know you fucking don't this is about fucking total social freedom and social skills where any girl that enters your reality in any fucking situation if you like the look of her you should be able to go and speak to her so the more you can take these situational approaches on the way to the gym, leaving a coffee shop, at the coffee shop, at the airport, fucking on the way out of a public toilet, the more you do that, the more this becomes something you are, not something you do. Because eventually you want to get to that situation, like I have, presumably a lot of guys where, yeah, you just kind of shift into being that kind of, that higher level guy. And for me now, doing three approaches a day, situationally which is it takes me no time to do it's no skin off my nose that means by friday by friday kind of afternoon i've already approached 15 women if i then want to go out and i typically teach a guy on a friday night or a saturday take him out to a two-hour session with him um then i'll be approaching with them as well I've, I've done 25 approaches with barely any effort exerted probably an hour of actual solid approaching time so I think it's super key to, to think about, right, what do you actually want from a long-term pursuit of this? Yeah. Yeah. I think a few, uh, like one thing worth mentioning is if someone is saying, oh, so I don't have to schedule day game and I don't have to do this weird thing where it's on my calendar and I go out with the intention to open girls and I can just do it on my way. Uh, if, if someone is thinking that's the case, uh, then I can just encourage you to sure try it out uh, only like if someone says, oh, I only do situational opens. And uh, but there is a simple way you can test whether that's the reality and something that fits your life is if you do it for a week and you didn't do 25 sets that week, then it probably doesn't work for you. <laughs> and yeah. On top of those situational approaches, you should have scheduled day game sessions just as you would schedule your gym stuff and, and other stuff so it's a mix of both of those things for most guys yeah i agree i agree i think you should start off with your structured day game sessions have those in the calendar which are non-negotiable set them on a sunday uh for the forthcoming week and you have to do those and then gradually once you're comfortable with doing that 20 to 30 a week whatever then you can start shifting it into uh uh some situational stuff as well but while still maintaining the overall the overall uh actual amount of approaches you're doing the other thing that i'd say guys to do is is top and tail your your sessions with ballsy approaches so what i mean by this is this is all experiential learning the social skills this day game stuff if if we could you know a bit like neo in the matrix take a chip and implant it into your head with what we know obviously it'd be a super effective way to learn but we can't the only way for you to realize how to do a situation with this is do it. 
So guys will start off, and this is this is quite right because it's scary at the beginning. You'll start off just doing one goal. But what you need to do to progress and keep working hard is actually put yourself in positions where you're learning the other types of approaching. So that might be two goals. That might be three goals. That might be two goals walking along the street to begin. Then it might be two girls sitting in a coffee shop. But you want to, you want to again, have total social freedom. Really, whatever situation the girl's in, if you think she's hot, you know how to go about actually starting that conversation. There's going to be some which are always going to be fucking awkward, like a girl sitting at a table with a group of guys. And she doesn't clearly look like she's with the guys. But that's ballsy, right? Because you've got to go up and fucking address the group. And you're going to get, you might get some fucking abuse thrown at you. It depends on much you like the girl. So stuff like that, very high level stuff. I get it. That's not always going to be easy to kind of desensitize yourself to. But the other stuff, like the two sets, the three sets, the girls in awkward situations. For me, learning this stuff, I always used to pick one that scared the shit out of me. Do that at the very first approach I did was try and aim for that. Because after that, approaching one or, or two girls, it was just seemed fucking easy in comparison. And I usually used to end my session with an approach that scared me as well. Because I was like, fuck it, well, it's the last approach I'm going to do, fuck it. I might as well have fun with this and just, just, just see what happens. I, one reason to do two sets and three sets is mm. uh, I'll tell a short story that you know about one of my craziest day game adventures. Uh, you know that sometimes you have to do crazy things because you never know where that leads. And, and a few years back, I opened a three set in Riga. And I took the number of one girl, although she wasn't the target, she wasn't the one uh, who I wanted to address when I opened the set. But I realized she's the like, most, like she was still very hot and she was the most, the, kind of like the best one to close, so to say. She was the most into the conversation. So I slept with that girl. But then a few months later, uh, I had a threesome with that girl and another girl from the same set, the girl that was actually my target when I opened the set. And I, I think it's a, it's just a simple reason to do crazy things like open two sets, open three sets, because you might end up with incredible adventures. And it's just the same as always, always doing that last set. You should, you should always do that last set because for me, and I believe for you as well, there are countless times where that one last set ends mm. as a same day lay or some other crazy adventure. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think that's a, that's a really key point. Anything else to add to the works, work hard, well, just one thing. I this is what I noticed when we first did the the conversation on my podcast is mm. that uh, we actually have the same idea about the most important things when when learning day game and learning seduction. This work hard, work smart, and attitude. Mm -hmm. And I we even do the same thing when we coach our students. Because I started when when I coach my students, I usually give them like some tasks or like an online program to warm up and actually mm -hmm. get to 25 sets a week. And I was really pleasantly surprised when I found out that when guys do boot camps with with you or with with your coaches, you also gotta give them material to help to get them to doing enough sets and already having done the groundwork before they arrive at uh, uh, arrive for the boot camp. Yeah, I think that's super key. Like, if, if a guy isn't invested in himself, then we can only invest. You know, we, we, we love what we do. We voluntarily choose to do this. We, you know, we live in this reality. Uh, we've chosen to do this job. So we clearly fucking love what we do. But 
yeah, we can only invest our proverbial blood, sweat and tears as much as someone is willing to invest. So absolutely. I mean, it's, it's super key, isn't it? As soon as a guy puts down the deposit to work with us, it can be three or four months ahead. We're, doesn't matter. We're essentially working with him. It's in our interest to get him up to speed where he is before he arrives for coaching because he's more of a pleasure to coach. And obviously, if he can learn to manage things, basics like anxiety himself, and he can approach an autopilot, then we can put in massive amounts of work with him and focus on the, the, the crucial things like the body language, the voice quality, what he's actually saying. So, yeah, I think that's something we, we definitely share in common. Um, I think the key takeaway from this then would be track your fucking approaches and make sure until you're doing a minimum of 20 a week, a minimum of 20 a week every week, really you have no basis to be watching any more theory, to be talking any shit about this, to be doing anything other than fucking getting out there and talking to the opposite sex. Yes, I agree 100%. Okay, cool. So we kept it short and sweet, guys. If you'd like to get in touch for to discuss the coaching options with St. Robert, um, just email me, infertjamestuss.com. He is running uh, the October Warsaw program, the December Zagreb and the January Prague. And he's also got a cool podcast in his own right. So check out his podcast. What's the name of your podcast? St. Robert Day Game Pickup Podcast. If you Google, you'll you Google it, you'll find it on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, basically wherever podcasts are. Yeah, it sounds exactly like it. Um, there's no there's no uh, disguise in the title there. I think. Yeah, and it's like the the difference. Uh, what I what I do in my podcast, I do long episodes. Like I I really go deep in the topics, and I I I have a like podcasts where we talk about harem game and then managing multiple girls and setting up threesomes with a wing of mine for I don't know at least an hour, probably more. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. All good. Uh, stay tuned for the next episode and we're going to be discussing the second part of the interlocking circles to get good at this stuff, which is work smart. Yes. Okay. Bye, guys.